Tell them to bring me my money. Welcome to the Early Retirement Podcast. Your early retirement starts now. My name is Tyler Majerimus. I'm here with Jansen Robertson and Braxton Brinkley. Yeah. Boys, how are we doing today? Man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Can't still complain. Y'all been having a good week, man? Yeah, we're still without a president, but we'll figure that out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. One day out and we're still... Uh, no light at the end of the tunnel here. And I heard we might not know until Friday. It's just like really? waiting for that snow. <laughs> we might not know if school gets out. <laughs> yeah, I really don't want to talk about politics, not going to lie. Yeah. No, no, right. no. Yeah. I had to start with something, though. You know this is mean. a sports show. Um, yeah, so first off, I think uh, we want to tell you guys a little bit about why we're doing what we're doing. Um, shout out to you, first off, now if you're listening to this, um, consider yourself an OG. This is episode one. OG! Um, Real one. Yeah, we're, we're glad you're here. Um and we'll get into it uh but part of you know what we're doing is uh for you guys and for the people so um if you you're not already um following our twitter account um please do um we want to hear from you uh we want to hear your picks want to hear any questions you got any feedback um you know we just want to involve you guys as much as possible and uh you know make this kind of your show as well so uh Jansen, anything uh, you want to throw in there? Yeah, man, I'm just excited to get this thing going. I mean, we've been talking about this for, you know, for a long time, man. And uh, it's something that, you know, it's going to be fun for us and it's going to be fun for us to kind of dig into some of these games and, and ultimately make a lot of money for some people. So I'm ready to get going with my boys. Um, so... Let's get let's get let's get this let's thing do this rolling. thing, man. Let's yeah. get cracking. All yeah. right. Well, then let's do it. Um, let's hop into uh, college. We're gonna hop into college first uh, Saturday. Um, little preface. I will say for myself personally, I am ice cold on some college <laughs> picks, so I am gonna put that disclaimer out first. Um, well, you ain't the only one. Yeah, I was about to say. I think everybody. At yeah, I think with this is... COVID environment and you know lack of training camp and everything i think it's been especially rough um with college is trying to get a beat on you know how teams are going to show up and i think there's been more upsets this year more than any other year that i've ever 100 yeah i would definitely like to see the stats on those because i i'm with you i think it's just the unpredictability has just been week to week you just see something that just does yeah. not make sense regardless of whether it's a top 25 matchup or an FCS matchup, right. whoever's the favorite, you might as well knock it out yeah. of the park because it, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Right I now. mean, we may talk about this later, but I mean, who would have, who would have thought Cincinnati would be seven? <laughs> Crazy. would be a top 10 team. You're a I unit. Mean, but, I BYU mean, is number nine. And yep. BYU is nine. Yeah. Um, both solid teams, but I mean, you know, with this environment, are they there? I mean, maybe. Maybe not. I mean, maybe we'll talk into that um, maybe a little bit later. And but what's really crazy is that these teams are starting. To, they're starting later, so like you have no idea how good they are. Right. They exactly. And you don't have yet. any cross divisional matchups, so it's hard to get a, a beat on how one team. You know, typically you have SEC plays a Big Ten or Big Twelve team, and you can kind of use that matchup to compare how other teams do, and you get right. a better gauge of right teams. But it's like you know, that's all conference. It's. Um, it's gonna be tough, and there's a lot of games that could shape out that make you know that playoff committee, um, 
you know, there's going to be an argument for some teams that Absolutely. they're just not going to get the, yeah. get the bid and there's going to be a lot of controversy. So, yeah. um, kind of excited for that. Cause yeah. that'll be, it's going to shake things up about. for sure. Cause I think, especially now with PAC 12, you know, starting up this weekend, there could potentially be, you know, one or two teams out of that conference that end up playing uh, all the way through the year and not losing a game. Yeah. Now there's your argument for another undefeated national championship, a.k.a. UCF, to put themselves <laughs> oh, into the equation. I mean, there's going to be a ton of that, man. I mean, there's going to be uh, two or three, maybe even a three-loss SEC team that could possibly vouch at the end of the season. Actually, we have no idea how the yeah. rest of the season is going to pan out, man. So... But we do know that we are going to make you some monies. <laughs> All right. Money. All right, Tyler, let's, let's well, go ahead. I'll and start, start off. I'm yeah. just going to get yeah. this one out of the way because this one was one that literally I, I have nothing but fandom and desperation on this one. Um, <laughs> I've got Tennessee minus one and a half. Wow. Um, I would have I taken them just to win, but I mean, a point and a half, might as well take it. I don't think it's going to be a one-point game. I mean, if you're going to pick them to win, might as well pick them to spread. Um, coming off a of bye week, um, well, you know, the, you get a, a rest period in general in football is huge. Um, Jeremy Pruitt's been solid out of bye weeks. Um, his knock has been slow starts. Um, so, you know, coming out of bye week, there's no concern where they've come out sluggish in the past. Um, this week in training camp, they've had a focus on themselves, which I think is much needed. Um, they're tackling, um, and just some basics. He's, he's talked about getting on the D line, um, everything from some D lineman comments saying that he's, um, much more on top of them, um, than Brumball was. Um, and it's more intense. So I'm personally looking forward for the D line to play better. I'm looking for better tackling. Um, and like I said, I think this is just a, a do-or-die game for Tennessee. This is such a huge game for them to win. If they lose this game, I, I'm, I'm almost speechless. They just, they just can't. Um, know, T, one thing I really want to see out of Tennessee is just play to your strengths. I just want to see them play to their strengths. I want to see them run the ball down their throat. And, you know, this, this should be a pretty – Simple game, you know what I'm saying? Run it down their throat. We ain't got a pass for 400 yards. Garantano is terrible. We all know that. And I'm a Tennessee fan, by the way. But I just see them do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's just the consistency of Garantano. Um, and we're, I'm not going to make this a Tennessee show. Um, but he's been up and down. He, if we can get just decent play, but I agree. Um, O-line just needs to come together. They, they haven't had a lot of continuity. Um they, I, I can agree to having a lot of chemistry and stuff. So, um, which they'll be all right. I, and that's maybe it's wishful thinking. Um, but yeah, more than ever, it's just more of a do or die yeah. situation. I think desperation, I think their backs are against the wall. I think there's a lot of pressure on Pruitt. Um, there's already people, oh, absolutely. you know, questioning, calling for his job, um, Winky's job, you know, everyone's getting the pressure and getting criticism now. So I think it's a, it's well known within the facilities that it's a do or die. So I think right. that, combined with a bye week of rest um, and being able to just kind of focus on yourselves, I think that um, – I think you just got to find a way in this game. I, yeah. And I think they will. Um, but, yeah, there's not a lot of yeah. data or 
support there, but just of desperation. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, you know, kind of going off on a tangent, you know, since we we can kind of talk about this a little bit, but um, Tennessee, you know, the the talent spread uh, between Tennessee and Arkansas at this point, man. I mean, it's it's night and day. Tennessee, regardless of how well they've done over the past, you know, five six years, um, they are still able to recruit, you know, top top 15, top 10, top 20 recruiting classes, and Arkansas hasn't been able to do that for a long time now, man. And, and I think you kind of just at this point, you, you know, Sam Pittman's got these boys believing in something. Um, so, you know, yeah, 100%, you have to sit there and say and agree that Tennessee is top to bottom, more talented than Arkansas is. But, but at the same time, it's going to come down to the want to at the end of the game. That's why I think the spread is the way it is, and that's why I think you know I, I think Tennessee's going to come out on top. But you know, Arkansas is no slouch though. I no. mean, they played no, with they played good, and they played with Auburn. Yeah, they're sleepy lost by good. Two. Yeah, I think. I mean, me and Jen touched on it too a little bit earlier. Um, they're they're sneaky good too with their coaching staff. They are. I mean, yeah. they've got they've Barry got, Odom. Who is Absolutely. probably one of the better defensive coordinators, Harry Odom? Um, you know, he got a lot of criticism at Missouri, um, but I think um, he's now in a defensive coordinator role instead of a head coaching role. Um, he is considered, you know, a very, very good defensive coordinator. Um, and then they got Kendall Bryles on the OC side. Um, so, you know, this this isn't a your typical Arkansas um, that we've seen in the past. Um, and you know, I would. I mean, I think they've got something going with Sam Pittman. Um, but, yeah, right now. Um, It'll be a dogfight. It is yeah. going to be a dogfight. It'll dog be fight. interesting nonetheless by the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, let's go uh, Jansen. Uh, go ahead and give us um, your first pick all right. of the weekend. Um, and I'm pretty confident that all three of us probably have this pick locked in. It, <laughs> if it's not the same result, it's we're definitely going to end up talking about this game. Florida-Georgia, man. Uh, my pick um, I'm gonna have to go with the quote-unquote underdog here in this matchup. I'm gonna have to go with my boy, my boys, not my boys, but the Florida Gators. Mm. Man, I'm mm. telling you Mm-mm-mm. right now. I know Florida's been kind of hit with the the COVID bug and everything like that, and uh, but you know, turn around and Georgia's been hit by the injury bug quite a bit and pretty hard. I mean, you know, going into this game, um, you know, they're starting safety, probably one of their best tacklers, one of their most talented an all-american safety LeCount is not mm-hmm. going to be there um that's you a know, tough one that's a that's a big loss for them man i mean you know going into this game defense is going to play it's going to be a huge factor with florida's just potent offense man and i mean talking about florida's offense you know kyle trask can get the ball to anybody he's got playmakers all over the field Kadarius <laughs> tony kyle pitts i mean you'd name it. keep going down the list man i mean kyle pitts he's a mismatch for everybody that he goes up against and you know with with Stetson Bennett um, you know taking snaps I'm sorry you know I'm a dude I'm 5'9 love the small I love the small man energy I love it <laughs> but he just doesn't have what it takes he's not going to have what it takes and you know Georgia's <laughs> Georgia's uh, showing last weekend doesn't give them much of a uh, of an upper hand with a 14-3 uh, dub last weekend so I mean it's gonna be interesting to and they see. They played Kentucky, right? Yeah, it, it it was it was pretty bad. It was old school SEC football, is what I was seeing. And and you can't really you can't really win in the SEC now when now that the SEC is kind of figuring out and have been figuring out how to score over fifty points a game, mm-hmm. um, week to week with the with the top teams, man. So the biggest things for me, 
are, you know, the injuries for Georgia, are, is that going to impact, you know, how Florida moves the ball? Or is Florida going to be, be able to move the ball a lot easier uh, against Georgia with these, you know, these big-time injuries? Um, Stetson Bennett, is, is he going to be able to allow, you know, Georgia to move the ball down the field? I understand that Georgia's, you know, they're extremely loaded at the running back position, but if you're going to be a successful team and the way that Georgia recruits and wants to put themselves at the upper echelon of the SEC – you have got to have a quarterback-driven football team, and that's year in and year out. That has been proven. Um, you've got to have it at the quarterback position if you want to get the, if you want to win big games, and if you want to make it to that next step, man. One hundred percent. I'm gonna touch on this game a little bit too because I've got this pick as well. Um, I've got the opposite. I think Georgia's gonna pull it out. Um, not sure if they're gonna cover the spread, but we're we're taking that. We're taking. Georgia minus five and a half. But I'm going to go ahead and say that Florida, if they want to win this game, if they want to put up points on the board, they're going to have to take shots down the field with Pitts and, and Tony. Yeah. Trash is going to have to to throw for more yards than they rush and yeah. in order for them to win this game. Yeah, um, yeah I think I, I agree with you, man, because, I mean, let's be honest, nobody's going to run on Georgia. I mean, yeah, it, that's, it what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I just really believe in Georgia's run defense. Their front seven is unbelievable. They've yeah. got freaking monsters at D line, yeah. and we saw it. You know, when they played Tennessee, it just was it wasn't good. Tennessee couldn't push the ball down the field, and it it got ugly quick in the second half. So I think that you know, in order for Florida to win, they're going to have to push the ball down the field just like Alabama did, and and, it, and that's how they're going to score points. Yeah, I think uh, another key. Um, injury from, on the Georgia side is uh, defensive tackle Jordan Davis. Um, so I, I kind of go back and forth. I think the play on this game is the over. Um, the spread for me is just a toss-up, and I, I couldn't really come to – And I've to, got the over in this game too. I think there's yeah, going to be a lot I, of I couldn't, I couldn't choose a side. Um, I mean, all the points you've, you've said, I mean, I just feel like it goes back and forth. Um, you know, yeah, there's injuries to Georgia's defense, but you look at the recruiting classes – they're going to have another five-star in the waiting. Yeah, right. yeah it's going to sure. be young, but they're going to sure. have talent to re- replace it. Um, and it's not going to be, you know, yeah, it's youth, but, you know, it's they're not going to get burnt by it. Um, and then with Florida, their, their defense, you know, are they going to be able to stop Georgia's run? Probably not. Stetson Bennett may not have to, you know, be a big factor in this game. Um, and I they don't should think he will. Able, I don't think he yeah, will. They should Florida's be able to, defense is atrocious. Yeah, I think oh, I've yeah. got here, they, they've got the 66th total defense. Um they're, they're not the typical Florida that we're used to, um, to having a strong defense. Um, I think Georgia will run the ball on them. I think uh, Stetson Bennett Absolutely. will have to just game manage, um, and that's what he's going to do best, and that's what he has done best. So I like that matchup. But then on the opposite side, I do like this Florida offense. I, they mm-hmm. are dangerous. They um, are very dangerous. You know, it's not a secret Kyle Pitts <laughs> is a mismatch and one of the best athletes um, coming out of uh, going into the draft. Um, go ahead, go ahead, say it, T. I saw it on your notes. Kyle Pitts is a mismatch for your mom. <laughs> right there. I see it. He is. He, for he your is. Mom and um, I do see though. I mean, that Georgia defense is good, so I, I think they could have the slider advantage. There might be an advantage there that like their strength matches up better um, with Florida's strength and weakness. And weakness, I guess. Um, so, I mean, if I had to lean, um, I, the spread though. I mean, that just 
it might be too many points for me. Um, but yeah, the over off of what I've said, I just I think a high octane offense like Florida passing the ball around Pitts, Kyle Trask is the best quarterback in the SEC right now um, this oh, yeah. year. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, they their their offense is just really good. Um, yeah. And it, what is the over? 53 and a half. 53 and a half. Absolutely. Yeah, and, like and with struggling defense, I think they'll run the ball. Um, the only thing I think is a threat to the over in this game is if Georgia, you know, clock manages by yeah. running the ball too much. Yep. Um, I think that's the only thing to look out for. But I, I, I think they'll break off some good runs. I think, I mean, they still have George Pickens and weapons on the outside that they'll take some deep shots. They're going to, you know, they're going to keep They're going to take the shots. Yeah, they're going to keep Florida from stacking the box. So I think they'll get a few quick scores. Sure. Um, I don't think there's game strategy is going to be to drain the clock yeah. um so yeah i feel pretty good about the over hitting on this one yeah, yeah. i'm gonna say 31 24 31 27 georgia okay well that's that's kind of where we're at with that pick right there i've got florida beating georgia if it comes down to a shootout I've got Florida. That's the way I see this game going, and with us wanting to oh, hammer yeah. the over here. Sh- if this comes to a shootout, then it's Florida. Florida's got it in the bag, one hundred percent. So, all right, B, what's uh, what's one of your picks? Man, Go I've got, and y'all aren't gonna like this. <laughs> Notre Dame. Oh, over Clemson. I think we might all have this game. Yeah, I think we oh, do yeah. all have this all game. Right, so let's talk about and this. I, I'll, I, we'll let you I start off. That, Go ahead. Make I, your case. Clemson struggled last week without Trevor Lawrence. And I just really think that Notre Dame is a really good football team. Ian Book is going to lead his team to victory in this one, and they're going to cover. Yeah. Um, and I actually have them winning. I think they're going to win this game. Well, and, and, and kinda, I kind of have to – I have to disagree with you on that one because I think we're. I think both of you same, guys have Clemson, right? Yeah, yeah it's same song, different I'm not dance for me uh, with B, Notre sorry. Dame, man. Like I, it's I gonna be a, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a big nut. Bunch. Sorry, <laughs> I had to say. <laughs> um, no, man, I, I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be one of those games where it's it's, it goes grinder, down to the man. wire. It is. Um, I it think, is. It's gonna be a great one to watch. I think you'll I'm see this be watch that game. a three to four point game all the way up until probably the middle of the fourth quarter, and then you'll see Clemson pull away. The only reason I say that, man, you got to look at Clemson, what they've been able to do in big games. I mean, geez, they're in the playoff year in and year out. They, you know, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, we can go on and on about this guy. I mean, he's going to be the number one draft pick next yeah. year. New York Obviously, Jets. with Sorry him, about it. with him not being able to play, you know, of course, it's going to have a negative impact on this team, one hundred percent. But the guy right behind him was the number one. He was the number one quarterback in the, you know, the class of twenty nineteen. Uh, DJ, let me get this right. Uyunglele. 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 Yeah, okay. Uyunglele. They've got that N in there, like Tunga Viola. Well, well, regardless, (laughs) the dude is 6'4", 250 pounds. He's an absolute unit. And seeing the way that he threaded the needle last weekend when when it actually counted, you know, know, and to B's point, the first half against Boston College, man, Clemson struggled. Boston College was moving the ball on Clemson. I mean, just sitting there watching that game, I was like, wow. I mean, Clemson's defense is actually struggling right now, and right. believe that's, it or not, that's where that's where it comes in to me. That that's what stood out the most to me is that Boston College put up points. They put up you know efficient points and from a quarterback 
who was at Notre Dame, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he looked good. So, uh, what is it? It's like Juzcheck or something jerk, like that. Jerkovic, jerk, jerk, Jerkovic, Jerkovic. Yeah, yeah, he looked good. I watched that game, but I, I, I like Clemson. Um, I think, I think, uh, I think that Boston College game was a trap game. Yeah. I think they were caught looking forward. I, and the, kind of the same thing with the Georgia. I think Georgia got caught looking ahead yep. of Florida and looking over Kentucky. I agree. Um, I, I think this Clemson defense is much better than they showed. Um, uh, DJ looked looked like a freshman, and how did, I, I saw some throws that were just high, yeah. um, and I think that was because of just nerves and just excitement. You know, his first start, or not even a start, but um, oh yeah, it was yeah he, he did started. start that game, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, first start, um, you know, some nerves, some excitement, you know, throwing the ball high a little bit. I think he he settles down. He's gotten the first one out. Um, he's here. You know, he realizes that he, he gets a week of practice, game plan, and everything. Um, and like Jansen just said, I mean, he this dude's a unit. I mean, this is like a <laughs> D end playing quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're gonna. I mean, I would not be surprised if they throw in some wrinkles. I mean, Trevor Lawrence had, you know, run ability, but oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some designed runs for DJ. Very Cam um, Newton esque. Yeah, I mean. And I just think, I think they're just gonna pick up where they left off. Yeah. Um, I think BC, you just don't get caught on to like, what have you done for me lately? Right. Um, and then with Notre Dame, I mean, I've been a, I mean, I've, my grandfather went there, so I've followed them. I haven't been a fan. Um, you know, I, I follow them. I wouldn't consider myself a fan. You wear their hoodies when Tennessee yeah. loses. <laughs> right. No, but, I, you know, I cheer for them and I, I, I follow them. But I don't follow them like I do Tennessee, you know, recruiting and all that. So, uh, and they just never show up to the big game. They can never show up. Um, you know, they, they – I don't know if it's just because they're used to playing soft competition and then they, they just get smacked and they're just – I just don't know what it is. I really don't. I just um, want y'all to remember who called this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Notre we'll Dame have it. <laughs> taking down the Clemson Tigers Saturday night, 7.30 NBC. Tune in. When the game's over, you'll feel me tweeting. Yeah, Clemson yeah. 34 Yeah, and we'll see. This is, this, is, this is a team that beat Louisville 12-7. Louisville Clemson is just trash. barely beat. Boston this is College. also a team that gave up 26 to Florida State. <laughs> also trash. Florida State's trash. Oh, come on. So Tiger's great. This, dude. come on. Now. This hey, Notre really, Dame really team Tiger. has not doesn't have a good win. They haven't they haven't played a good team, a a decent team all year. I mean, they're But who has Clemson played though? They don't but look, this is what everyone says every year, but at this least they the, prove it in the playoffs. 100%. They come out and they show Clemson up. Yeah. You just you gave up the most points. This has nothing to do with Trevor Lawrence. They just gave up the most points that they have you're all year. You're talking about year. Boston College. Like I said, the every look at go back to Clemson's every year schedule. Yes, There's one game that. that they have that is a slip up. Yes. They always do. And yes. then every year they have That's they gonna play be this Saturday year. night at seven no, they thirty. They're gonna slip Boston up College. and they're gonna lose their See, first game. Last matchup, like I was just about to say this and I'm glad you did, T. Every year it seems that Clemson has somewhat of a hiccup in their schedule where this one team unranked Wasn't it North Carolina ACC, last year? It was either North Carolina they went or like double Duke, overtime or, or something Duke like last that. Year. And then the year before that when Syracuse had that, you know, I think he they was a senior them. quarterback. Yeah. And they they got beat and I'm just like, dude, they have this hiccup 
every single year. But Clemson yeah, is but going narrate, to Clemson. Yeah, the narrate or the the yeah, narrative was North every Carolina year last is year. Clemson. Yeah, yeah. The narrative every year is Clemson plays nobody. Wait till they play someone. They're just beating up on bad teams. But, but year they in don't year have at, Trevor Lawrence this time. But I don't think it's gonna matter. I really don't. I think that plays I, I think, a big factor. I don't think they're the number one team in the country without Trevor Lawrence. But I don't think they're going to need Trevor Lawrence to beat Notre Dame. I think, and I don't think they're going to need it to if, cover either. I if think Clemson this is... wins this game, that'll be the telltale to me. If they win this game, I think that they're probably going to win it all. Because going through COVID, is, it sucks for everybody, obviously. But if you can make it through that without the number one future NFL draft pick next year, who's going to play on the Jets, by the way, if you can make it through two weeks without him playing a top five team, you're gonna win it all. Yeah, I just, I, I'm the, just not a believer in Notre five, Dame, man. Yeah, I mean, you got to think. Five, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Notre I, Dame with Ian Book at the helm. I mean, what has he proven? What has he proven over his tenure at Notre Dame? He has not proven that he can play in the big games. Other than that, he's been there for six years. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty Seems sure like he's been fighting there for his eighth year. Six years of eligibility. Um, so, like, man. I, I love the way Brian Kelly coaches, you know, year in and year out, he has a great recruiting class and, you know, props to him and, you know, Notre Dame's, you know, offensive and defensive line, their units are always just a bunch of studs, but their skill positions are always sus, man. And, and, and that's something that's going to play a huge role in this game because Clemson's got it all across the board talent wise. And I think another thing too, and then we can kind of wrap up with this, the weather, it's gonna be in South Bend, and typically around this time of year, you would think that it's gonna be it's gonna be playing. They're, it's gonna be pretty cold. I mean, it's gonna be a nighttime game, um, and you know Clemson's used to playing in Death Valley, where mm-hmm. it's you know over a hundred thousand degrees. Mm-hmm. And, and I will it's say, gonna be so game time. The kickoff is gonna be seventy degrees. So I mean, the the weather here is not gonna play near. Oh, I was as gonna say because I was gonna say DJ is used to playing in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, that would be I don't I don't I question I'd I'd have to go back and look but I mean how many cold games has he played in and exactly if that would be tough uh, second start right in a hostile environment like Notre yeah. Dame that I, that would make me concerned but I mean sure. if it's gonna be bright sunny seventy yeah. I mean even if it's cloudy whatever I uh, yeah I'm still confident in Clemson yeah whoever has too. the most rushing yards in this game I think will win and I and I think and I think that's where you have to give the nod to Clemson because look I mean another I mean Kyron Williams Kyron Williams is five yards behind ETN six but they yards. haven't played Sorry. anybody six right. yards right but they neither played. has Clemson Yes, but you have to think about who ETN is. But ETN is proven. His yards, he doesn't have to put up yards to prove himself. Everyone knows who ETN is. Everyone knows his talent. Like, that's what I'm saying. Clemson doesn't have to prove it because they've already proven it years past that they can go without beating anyone and then show up for the yeah. big game. Notre I, Dame I, has not been able to prove that, and until they prove me wrong, they're going to prove this it year, this Saturday. Maybe though. they do, but until they do, I'm hammering Clemson. Yeah, let's go, I, I've Irish. I've got Clemson winning 34-24, and I think that's a lock. I, I just think Clemson's going to be too much at the end of the game for a good old vanilla Notre Dame. <laughs> let's go, Irish. All right, we'll move on from Clemson. Um, I'll go into my uh, super dog pick. Um, kind of just a bull pick. We're going to introduce this um, in the show where uh, you've seen on like College Game Day, a super dog, where we just try and uh, make a bold pick, money line pick um, of an underdog, uh, you know, with a spread of plus six or more. Um, 
So um, we've talked about all mine, so I'm just going to jump straight into my super dog pick. Um, I'm picking Michigan State over Iowa this year mm. or this uh, this week. Um, they started out rough, uh, lost to Rutgers um, out of the gate, but won a huge, huge rivalry game <laughs> at Michigan last week. Oh, good old. Um, oh. Yeah. That's another story. Most <laughs> overrated coach in college football. <laughs> overpaid and overrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, you know, these these picks are are tough for a reason. I mean, they're big underdogs for a reason. So, um, the the thing I'm leaning on on this one, um, Iowa has just kind of really underperformed in both games um, to start this year. Um, you know, I that's concerning have they figured it out can they figure it out in this game um maybe they do maybe they don't um they've had five turnovers in two games um they're i think three of them have been fumbles so they've had trouble taking care of the football um and then with michigan state i think you know after a rough week one um they come out and you get a huge win against a rivalry you know do they do they have kind of like a slump because of an emotional game like that? Maybe. Um, but they could also carry that momentum, you know, forward um, and use that as like a um, chemistry building game, uh, you know, a confidence booster of like, hey, we're here, we can compete. Um, and, you know, maybe it, it carries on. And that's going to be something we, you know, we'll find out this weekend. But I, I think I'm going to lean as a, as a super dog, I think I'm going to choose Michigan State. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree with you on that as uh, as much as I know about trash and trash. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, man. Iowa, you know, they play to their strengths, and that's tied in and run the ball 90 times a game. Um, oh, yeah, this so, is going to be a very uh, trench. Especially with how little we've seen of the Big Ten so far, man. It's a uh, it's a toss up, but I have to go with Michigan State after that big win against Michigan, the the, the good old vaunted Wolverines, man. So uh, I will go ahead. Um, I'm gonna leave my super dog for the NFL, but I'm gonna go ahead and jump off into um, my third and final pick for college, uh, and that is Kansas State going in, hopping into Big Twelve was, country. Just looking Kansas at that one, bro. State to cover. I Not like to that win, like to cover like against Oklahoma State. Like the reason why I say that, man, Chris Kleiman, he does more with less. And he has done that his whole entire tenure. I don't know what's in the air in Manhattan, Kansas, but they've always got their dudes playing way above their ability. Um, they play with heart. They, they don't miss assignments. They're very assignment sound. Uh, very bend don't break kind of you know mentality um and uh you know manhattan for a long time and you know obviously people don't really know this but manhattan is a tough place to play in the big 12 i mean it really is it it becomes a crapshoot most of the time when when you go play in manhattan it's are you going to get out coached um you could be the more talented by far uh, on that on that team, but as soon as you step foot in Manhattan, something in the air, man. I don't know what it is, but he's always got his guys playing. And you know, jumping over to Oklahoma State, their defense, man. I 
I can't even believe we're sitting here talking about Oklahoma State's vaunted defense this year, man. They they can absolutely play. They've got a great defensive line unit. They stay in the backfield. And, you know, they've been pretty good at, at generating turnovers this year and getting their guys to actually believe in something that we actually do play defense in the Big 12. So, um, I don't know. But the, the only reason I say that they cover um, is because, like I said, Kansas State, very assignment football. Um, very It's very manila. Uh, and Chris Kleiman is very good. Uh, and he's proven to be very good at making mid, those mid-game adjustments. Um, and he's going to find an Oklahoma State weakness and there are there there are quite a few Oklahoma State weaknesses on their offensive side. I have to say, I mean, Spencer Sanders, the quarterback, he's prone to make mistakes. Really interception heavy. He throws a lot of picks. Um, if he's pressured in the pocket, he's going to try to do too much with his feet, and it's going to cost him at the end of the game. Uh, I do believe that you know it's 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 probably going to be a two possession game um, towards the end of the game, and I think. Spencer Sanders is going to give the ball up towards the end. Kansas State's going to make it close. That's why I believe that they're going to cover here. A little backdoor cover. A little backdoor cover. Yeah, as much as I know about Big 12, um, usually if they've got two decent teams, usually, I mean, it turns into a shootout. Or if it doesn't, you know it. And, like, so 12.5 to me, um, that does seem like a lot. Um, and uh, Chuba Hubbard or Chuba Hubbard, Chuba, yeah. Um, watched him week one. He struggled. Um, yeah. I, I'm assuming he's gotten it going. He he, he is a talent. Um, so I'm assuming he's gotten it going. Um, but yeah, I just well, with guy. these with these teams, and especially with like you said, Kansas State being a solid team. You know, usually you can pick out your Kansas yep. um, or your bad teams, mm-hmm. or a team's just going to dominate. But if they're two good teams, yep. usually. Usually those games turn into a shootout or like, you know, one possession or a low two possession game, like you said. And yep. yeah, 12 and a half points, that's a lot. 100%. Yeah, in Oklahoma State, man, they've, they've got weapons. They, you know, Tylen Wallace, he's going to be a high, he's going to be a high draft pick uh, in this year's draft class. Chuba Hubbard is an extremely talented. He has underperformed this year a little bit, um, but we've all seen what he's been able to do over the past couple of years. I mean, he's even found himself in the Heisman conversation a couple different times, man. So they've got weapons. Um, and I do believe that Oklahoma State's going to win this game, but it is not going to come at an easy task by any means. You got anything, B? Did you make that pick off jealousy? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous because Kansas State beat Oklahoma? Oh, man. There's no salt <laughs> hey, but, here. But that, that's a notch. I mean. Hey, man. I, I had no idea. I had no idea Kansas State had it in them. But, I mean, they played, they played some good football here and there this year. I've watched a couple – couple quarters i'm not gonna lie i haven't watched any whole games at kansas state but i've watched it here and there and they've they've competed at least the thing the thing is is and you know i'll bring this home oklahoma always struggles with kansas state and most of the time when we get to that point when we're playing them regardless of whether we've got a four and a five star guy lined up against a two three star juco guy it doesn't matter. Ain't nothing wrong they, with Juco you know, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Hey, shout out to them two and three stars, man. Shout out, y'all, Juco. y'all deserve them that Juco love, bandits, bro. baby. <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, it's uh, they always they always find a way to play a very assignment football in Kansas State, and that's why they 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 plug 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 along in some games, and they find themselves, you know, in a lot of games that they shouldn't be in. So, what time is that game, Kansas State? Uh, I would have to say eleven o'clock. It's I believe it's is, on is it Fox. the early game. Uh, I got it right here. Yeah, it's at four. Oh, it's so at four. A, I was wrong. 
Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch that one. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Tune in. So I'm gonna hop into my third and final pick of college, um, and then we can hop into NFL. Um, I've got Indiana over Michigan. Mm. I think that you know Michigan coming off that L that they took to Michigan State last week is a perfect time for Indiana, a team that upset Penn State number eight, 36-35 in overtime. I think it's a perfect time for Indiana to hop on Michigan. Um, I like them to cover and win um, against Michigan. I believe it's three and a half, Indiana plus three and a half. I'm hearing that one home, and uh, I'm going to watch my bank account go up on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with you on that one, um, but to your point, uh, it it becomes one of those toss-up Big Ten matchups, man, especially with this early in the year. You know, you saw Michigan – at the, at the very first game, I had Minnesota to beat Michigan because Minnesota was going in there with a very experienced quarterback, uh, a very, you know, a number, you know, a first-round draft pick in Rashad Bateman. I mean, they had weapons going into that game, and Michigan just absolutely blew them out of the water. Yeah. Turn around, and what yeah, do they got do? Ugly. They lose to the Spartans the next yeah. week. And so, that's, go and that's ahead. the thing, too, with Harbaugh. It's his whole thing is like – it almost reminds me of like Mark Rick in the day of like he he consistently gets this team to you know nine ten wins, but he can he is like I don't know if he's ever beat Ohio State while he's been a head coach. No, there. he hasn't. I don't know. Um, so he he hasn't won his huge game. The only reason he's there is to beat Ohio State. Hasn't been able to do it. Hasn't and been able to take. The he next hasn't step. been able to take that next step. I mean, he he just underperforms. I mean they. They lost, you know, the rivalry game. So, you know, I, I I could see this going either way. I could see Michigan coming out with, you know, a fire under them and and Indiana dominating Indiana. last year. I, I think they took no, that this next isn't step, this man. isn't a bad this is, Indiana. This is a big game. This for is a Indiana. good Indiana team. Sure, sure. And I, that's what I'm saying. I could see this going either way. This is a solid Indiana team. Um, I don't I agree just, with the number thirteen ranking. I just think Michigan <laughs> in this is just it could go either way. I just I don't trust Harbaugh. I don't trust Michigan. I just I I don't trust them at all. They can come out. They could come out and blow Indiana out of the water on this one, and I could see Indiana winning this game. So that's that's why I stayed away from this one. But it will no hey, doubt be one to watch. Hey, <laughs> a very interesting statistic, and I might I might butcher this, but I saw this on Twitter the other day that Phoenix uh, leads the nation in yards after the pass. Through the air, as opposed hmm. to yards after catch. Interesting. That's so. I mean, they're throwing it. They're throwing the deep ball right now. Uh, they may not have you know the skilled players that Michigan does, but they are throwing the rock around. I think Phoenix has been able to find some of his playmakers deep. Um, so this game could be very interesting. I I think I might have to. I think I might have to side with B on this one. I'm I'm gonna hammer Indiana on this one. Yeah, for sure. a, this will definitely be a fun game to watch though. Ooh, yeah, regardless. absolutely. Let's tell us a lot about both of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about that one. Well, um, so we've got just to wrap up the college section. We'll run through ours. I've got Tennessee minus one and a half. I got Georgia, Florida over fifty three and a half, and I've got Clemson minus five and a half. And then for my super dog, it came in the college game. I'm taking Michigan State over Iowa. All right, and with my picks, um, I'm going Florida over Georgia. I'm going Kansas State against the spread and then i'm going clemson as favorite here i mean it's just it's easy money for me i've got indiana plus three 
and a half. Notre Dame plus five and a half. Come on, Fighting Irish. <laughs> Prove me right, baby. I've got Georgia minus three and a half. Um, I think they cover that. And I've also got the over 53 and a half of the Georgia-Florida game as well. All right. That'll do it for our college. Um, next up, we'll go ahead and uh, move on over to uh, NFL. So the first one I've got for NFL, um, <laughs> boy, I am putting my life savings on this one. I'm taking Seattle minus two and a half. I think this is a lock tweet, tweet. against Buffalo. Tweet, Buffalo tweet. is struggling. They don't have any solid wins. I mean, this team has beat the Jets twice. I, I mean, think. Yeah. I think they just this beat the team, Patriots. Patriots. Who? 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 I mean, the Patriots who? got a good defense. It's still Bill Belichick now. Oh, who? I'm sorry, Patriots. Man. I mean, Dead. hold on. Well, I will say, if Cam didn't fumble the football, they're probably going to lose. So exactly, mm. and it's the Patriots. Yeah, Cam has been terrible since he's, he's gotten been COVID. Awful. I mean, this Bills team, I think, is just as fraudulent as my Bears, and I, I they, I think this is a lock. I think Seattle is legit. You've got Russell Wilson playing at an MVP level. The fact that they're MVP. only getting two and a half, this seems so. Absurdly low to me. Yeah, um, yeah I, just, I agree. Wreck I mean, you've got DK Metcalf playing really good football. Running 20, you've got over 20 miles. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett can go for 203 touchdowns. Ty- yeah, you got Tyler Lockett. You got Chris Carson. One handed. I mean, yeah. you got just so many weapons. Now, I will say the, the issue is Seattle's defense. I mean, they have been anything but good this year. The Bills D hasn't been that great either, though. Exactly. The Titans oh, yeah. put up 40. Exactly. So that. Thank you. That, play, because that, that is, plays into the Seahawks' plays favor. To the Seahawks, I mean, in a I think, huge way. Yeah, I think this is the my easiest pick all week. I think that is a absolute lock. And I, you know, now I say that, you know, that makes me worry because I'm so confident that <laughs> why it's so low that what's Vegas know that I don't. But I, I mean, I just think, and I already have. I got it at two and a half. I'm not sure what the lines move to. What's or the has. over in that game? Because whatever it is, I'm hammering it. If it's 80, I'm hammering it. If it's 100, I'm hammering it. Whatever <laughs> so it is, I'm the hammering the over in that game. Oh, boy. The defenses yeah. are supposed to be better. To... You know, Seattle freaking brought in Jamal, and they thought they were going to get an upgrade on defense, and then he gets hurt, and the Bills, have, who historically have a solid defense, have just been terrible. terrible. Yeah, man. And I got a, a little quick fun stat real quick. Russell Wilson in games that are 40 degrees or colder, 28 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Averages more than two touchdowns a game. Like so uh, the over is 54 and a half. Oh, you got to hammer hammering that. that. You got to hammer that, B. I'm hammering that. Absolutely. Well, I, I kind of – I'm definitely agreeing with t on this one because, I mean, I mean, over the past three weeks – uh, you've got an obvious statistic that plays in the Seahawks' favor. Man, I mean, the Bills' run defense over the past three weeks has surrendered over 600 yards of rushing. Um, I mean, with the Seahawks, the way that they run the ball, with Russell Wilson and Chris Carson, I mean, dude, you have Is Chris got... Carson back this week? Um, I think he is. Or I, I don't. Or he's questionable, but I think he's expected to play. Well, if regardless. It's, if it's not him, it'll be, I think Carlos Hyde is Travis Hurt, so Homer. It'll be Travis Homer. Oh, or yeah, DJ Travis Dallas. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. DJ have, Dallas just have, had two touchdowns. They have played without him, and they seem to fill in just fine. Yeah, so, yeah. I, and, and you have to think, too, man. I mean, 
they're going to they're going to be able to move the ball against the Bills and the Bills absolutely the the, the Bills are we talked about this earlier the Bills are only five and two because look at their schedule that they played the Jets twice already. They yeah. have the Patriots. Half of them they are played the Patriots. I mean, they are literally just terrible as, teams. As long I mean, as you're a, a, an above average team, those are e- there's so many easy, easily winnable games on their schedule so far. So this is going to be their toughest opponent by far, and I don't even think it's going to be close. Yeah, be what you got. Yeah, so I've got Raiders plus one and a half here. Um, Derek Carr has his, you know, he's been serviceable. Josh Jacobs. Um, Darren Waller's had an exceptional year. Um, I will say that Justin Herbert is has been unbelievable this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I um, but I just I just think that you know John Gruden has taken that next step. They're four and three. Chargers just came off of a heartbreaking loss to the Denver Broncos. When haven't they? Are they, are they what, can 20? they can they hold a lead? That was unbelievable. I mean, they're like. Like the Falcons at the beginning of the year. I mean, they're just yeah, like it's like we don't, no matter yeah, what their lead is, we don't talk about the Falcons. You can on guarantee the show. they're the, they're the West gonna... Coast Falcons. Yeah, we, we don't talk about the Falcons on the show. <laughs> if we could bet three quarters of a football game, then we'll talk about the Falcons. On the show. <laughs> but until then, no Falcons allowed. And and something to point out to that too is um, the line looks like it moved to a pick'em. So that might be a good uh absolutely good, I mean, uh, get it. I like them at one plus one and a half. If if it's moved to to kind of like them at a pick them too. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders all day long. Yeah, I would um, agree against with that. the Chargers. I believe it's in Los Angeles, which you know, whatever. Home 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 field advantage doesn't mean anything these days. Yeah, right? I don't even know if the Chargers are letting fans in or not. I can't. I don't. I don't remember what teams are. I would assume letting some in and yeah, some very doubtful. But yeah, I got Raiders plus one and a half. Even if the line is moved, I'm taking the Raiders, man. I think Derek Carr, I think the, the Raiders defense with um, getting the safety back, uh, Abrams. What's his name? Safety for the Raiders. Jonathan Abrams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think with getting Jonathan Abrams back, the, the Raiders are looking pretty good on defense. And I think they move up to five and three this week. Yeah, I think uh, I think Josh Jacobs finally kind of he's had a good year, but and, and it's been serviceable. But compared to last year, I think he he looks to find a way to get over that hump this year and really really kind of establish the help to establish the run game for the Raiders this weekend. And I think they I think they could possibly end up winning in comfortable fashion. You know, I do just want to throw out there that I think that the Chargers season has just kind of been, you know thrown into a lull yeah i'll say i mean that they've got justin herbert and he's kind of keeping the life there but they they started with tyrod they started with eckler Mm -hmm. eckler gets hurt tyrod gets a punctured sabotage internally internal (laughs) sabotage i mean what is that so i don't know justin herbert's done the best that he can but i just i just i don't believe in him i think that they should probably lose the rest of their games yeah i think uh go get you know better wide receivers even though you know Keenan Allen's all right, better defense. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. I think. Yeah. Well, I think the only thing that favors the Chargers here against the Raiders is their uniforms, and that's about it. <laughs> they do have some slick, slick, <laughs> slick, slick uniforms. All right, let's go to Jansen. What's your uh, first NFL pick? Did well, you have any of those? I didn't have that one on mine. I didn't have that one on okay, mine cool. either. But um, you know, I I touched on my pick was the Seahawks are going to absolutely destroy the Bills. Mm-hmm. So 
that was my that was my first one. But I'm gonna have to go with y'all are just dogging the Bills though. Yeah, oh, I'm 100. Yeah. Bills Mafia. Y'all are sleeping on the Bills like that. Though. I am I'm not, not just Bills Mafia I'm, may I'm come after me. I'm just gonna throw them under the table like that. They're not just gonna am. you know. I'm gonna Bills Mafia fashion come off the high rope yep. and. Break through that table. They're so far under the table. I'm a huge Titans fan. I'm a huge Titans fan, for those of you that don't know. And I will say that I hate Bill's Mafia more than anybody here. And, you know, I want them to lose more than anybody here. But they're a good football team. They're a phony. They are a good football team. You don't. They're a team that's played the Jets twice. The Bills are going to make the playoff. They are a playoff contender. The Bills are. I think that... Look this at is their gonna, division. Yeah, the AFC East. That's think, like saying the Cowboys are going to be a playoff team. <laughs> like, you can't put any stock because they make the playoffs. I mean, this, I mean they made the playoffs team, last year. They had terrible. Deshaun Watson right where they wanted him. This Couldn't team, make a sack. This I team mean, is not terrible. They are no, not. No, they're not. I am, but they are going up against a legitimate... They are going up against the NFC, NFC world champion beaters. contender. World beaters. I mean, Absolutely. this Seattle team is a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, 100%. And this Bills team is nowhere near that. Yep. And yes, that's that. I mean, you play, you know, playoffs is, you know, a different animal in itself, and this is regular season. But, I mean, just the differences between these two teams. Yeah. be getting only two and a half a yeah. field goal? Uh, less than a field I goal? I just think that, you know, defenses have started off slow. I mean, look at the Titans. We've... we've Got clowny and you know defense just hasn't been the NFL's forte this year. So it's been a whole Seattle's lot of offense. Play better, they can't yeah, get any worse. I think, and they're still dominating. I and think putting, that and no preseason defenses are getting their legs back under them. You know we're we're hitting bye weeks now, so you're going to start seeing a little bit better defense. I think yeah. that the Bills are are their defense is coming. I All think right. their time is coming. We'll move on from that one. We spent too much time on that one. But Bills, I do think the Seahawks won that football game. Bills, trash, mafia, so we'll Seahawks. Go. I just don't want to dog on the Bills like you guys. I'm just throwing <laughs> them in the garbage. In this game, I am. I, I am not a believer in the Bills. Yeah, not but at all. But we'll go. My ne- or No, Jancy, you got your second one. Oh, you're good. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with the Colts to beat the Ravens. Ooh, go ahead. And this is, don't like this that is my, Yeah, don't love it. This is my pre- Tennessee fan. This is my previous... This was my previous super super dog pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ruled that out. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm confident with this one. The only reason I say that I, I got a, I got a couple points. Um, the Ravens it just got off the the tough loss against the Steelers. Absolutely. And, and, and fun fact, uh, this year teams that play the Steelers the week after they are one and six. Mm. So it's not looking good for the mm. Ravens against. I'm gonna the throw another fun fact out there for you. Indianapolis is six and zero at home versus the Ravens all time. So what you're saying all is time. it's a lock. Shoot, man, you guys are gonna talk me into it. I, I, I've already got. I mean, I've is got. Is that enough to be a lock? But I mean, see, those are some pretty good fun at, facts. You, if you, you ask gotta, me, you got to look at it. And I have to pay. Six? I had to pay my respects to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is gonna be Lamar Jackson. Um, but the Ravens on defense um, right now they're without a huge piece in their secondary, Marlon Humphrey, and I think. You know, with all the stuff going on, I think that is going to continue to grow, and you're going to see some. You're going to potentially see some more depleted uh, roster pieces maybe this weekend. We don't know. Um, you so, know, I think I think the Colts win this game on the ground, and I mean, I don't think the Colts win, but if they win, they're going to have to win it on the ground in yeah, the trenches 100%. with their offensive line, yeah, with their number one defense, and if 
Phillip Rivers comes out turning the ball over, it's going to get ugly quick because the, the Ravens are going to put up points. Yeah, I don't care who's just, out there. It doesn't I matter just, what defense is out there. I just, They're going to put up uh, some points. I just, the only reason I was so hesitant about the Colts is because Phillip Rivers. Yeah, I don't know. The ball yeah, I don't, Rivers, this, I don't know about this man game. Rivers needs <laughs> to retire. Yeah. Let me just throw that out. I don't know about this game. I had Baltimore minus three at the beginning, um, but the more I look at it, Baltimore, I mean – they they potentially have half their defense out this upcoming week. Yeah. I mean, they they are dealing with some COVID issues. Lamar, um, his weakness is a solid defense. When he mm-hmm. plays a good defense, mm-hmm. um, he I mean, and they Steelers. make him become a pocket passer and throw. He tends to struggle a little bit. And this Indianapolis defense has the second best rushing defense. They are a technical sound defense, but like you said, I the only thing. You know, I, I do kind of lean that way, and I like that pick towards Indy now. But the thing, like you just said, that worries me is Phillip Rivers. And mm-hmm. and just his weapons, like, they, they're just not utilized. Like, they're not. T.Y. has had probably – I, I mean, if you looked it up, he's probably had career lows yeah. to this point. I, mean, I he, thought he was bad last year. I mean, he is just – not getting open or maybe they don't have you know weapons around him to maybe they're just doubling him but i i mean you know this colt's offense i just do not trust it and enough to be you know call you know hammer it and call it a lock but i mean i think defensively they match up well against baltimore sure um but baltimore's got you know yeah i they, they they've got some COVID issues that could play a big part in this yeah. spread. So I would monitor this going on. Um, you know, I've got Sunday, the Ravens but. in this one, but I'm going to have to say that the Colts are a playoff contender. Um, you know, I hope the Titans win the division, but the Colts with their, with that defense, they're going to compete with anybody. 100%. Um, but, you know, I think that the Ravens take this one because their defense against the Colts offense versus the Colts defense versus the Ravens yeah. offense. I just think that that gives the Ravens a little bit of an edge. I think they're a little bit better on offense than the than the Colts are. So. Yeah, Indy's four and three against the spread this year. Baltimore three and four. Just to take as a closing oh, note wow. on that one. Wow. Um, moved to the next game. Uh, Arizona versus Miami. Uh, I've got it at minus four, um, and I'm taking Arizona. Um, Kyler uh, was. Playing at an MVP level at the beginning of the year. Um, Kind of slowed down towards the middle. Oh, you fans. Shaking my head. uh, (laughs) He's picked it back up, and he proved it against Seattle. Uh, Again, you heard I'm very high on Seattle, and um, Kyler led them to a victory. Um, He's playing good. so far, by the way. Um, That Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins connection is unbelievable. And then you throw in a little Christian Kirk. You throw in a a, a Kenyon Drake who's multifaceted out of the backfield. You have Kyler who's a a legendary Hall of Famer. He looks like the roadrunner. I mean, yeah. Toting the ball. And then then you've got Buda Baker who is hot (laughs) on the defensive side. I mean, he is playing... At a, a pro ball, pro level right now, and I mean, I I think four points. I think that's easy. Who Miami, had them beating the Seahawks? I did. I actually had them that beating. opened my eyes. Yep, I, yeah. I dude, I'm. I had well, was... I took the spread. I think it, the spread was four, four and a half. Um, I liked Kyler in that game. I liked them against Seattle. Um, I mean, DeAndre's getting ten targets a game. 
Oh yeah. And I didn't expect that after, you know, leaving the Texans. I thought that, you know, he had peaked in in Houston. And seeing Kyler Murray sling the ball to him nonstop, nobody can guard him, can't double team him. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, I think that the cards are a real player. Yeah, and yeah, I agree, man. I, I, I think and I have to uh I kinda down myself on this one because man, I you know, coming out of college, I, I'm a huge Oklahoma fan and I was, you know, I was like, oh, it's just going to be another Johnny Manziel. You know, with his size, <laughs> all that kind of stuff, man. I was like, there's no way. The size issues the, were a big the, one for The me Cliff too. Kingsbury hire was sketchy at the beginning, but this year it has just turned into something it's that paying off for sure. I was not seeing. Kyler Murray is a guy who, I mean, the dude got drafted in what, the, the ninth round or the first? No, it was the first round of the MLB draft. Yeah, and the first round of the NFL. I mean, he's an athlete. He absolute. He, he's stud. undersized for sure, but he can make any throw to any part of the field. He is probably going to be the fastest and the quickest athlete on the field at any time. Um, so I mean, it, it's the he pieces is. are he, coming he's together. He's kind of like a Lamar that can throw the ball and is more anywhere. smart. Yeah, one hundred percent. He can throw the ball anywhere, and it's, it's kind of like proven. that. It's been proven that he can throw the ball, and that was one of the biggest things. Is like you know when you go from the college to the NFL level. Your offensive linemen are, on average, two to three inches taller than they were in college. He's five eleven and what is it, three eighths? It's what they had from the combine, <laughs> and he's able to see over that line. So yeah, and some I'm a fan. Some against the spread numbers to close this one out. We got Arizona's five and two against the spread, and Miami is five and two against the spread. Wow! Mm, so both teams really good. So something's gonna have to break here. Um, Not with two at the helm though. But mm. yeah, two he's is one and zero. Oh. Two is new at the helm, so we'll see. It'll be an interesting know. game. Uh, B, what's your uh, second pick? You know, I'm, y'all aren't going to like this one, but because we all were bashing them earlier, but <laughs> um, Pats, minus seven. Over the Jets. Well, it's the Jets. Hammer it. Hammer it home. Hammer it home. The Jets are terrible. They're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Tank for Trev is the new hashtag on Twitter. Mm. And I like Cam Newton to get back on track this week. Yeah, Jet, I mean, hammer well, I don't know. the minus Jets seven. will get anybody back on track. I mean, that team is a dumpster fire. Are I you, mean, uh, are you skeptical to invest in Trevor Lawrence? I mean, he's got a compromised immune system. He's got COVID, <laughs> bro. That's, that's got to play a factor into his draft stock somehow, man. He's got to dra- drop at least two or three picks. I don't care what happens to Trevor Lawrence. I don't care if he tears his ACL twice. <laughs> In both knees, <laughs> he's going number one overall. No overall to the Jets. No, nah, it's it's hands down. at this point. It is. It truly is. All right. Well, that one. Yeah. I mean, Jets. Anyone against the Jets this year until <laughs> they until they prove that they're better than a JV high school football team. I would put hammer the spread. I against would one hundred percent put our seven man flag <laughs> football team against the Jets right now, and we would fight. It's crazy. Hey, we would compete. We would. So we let's would go. Because there's a game on here we'll talk about, um, the Bears-Titans, but we've got a few um, questions on this game. And we've got one from Ty Tucker um, towards you, Braxton. Um, yeah, what did, what did Ty ask? Yeah, so Ty Tucker asked, what do you make of the Titans' two straight losses? Are they a legit threat in the AFC or bound for another 9-7 and seven season? And you what know, improvements do you think they should make? You know, Ty, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, look at this in the best way possible. Yes, the Titans are 
a playoff contender, and we're not going nine and seven again. I can't. I refuse to believe it. It's the defense's fault. You know, John Robinson has owned up to his mistakes. He's cut Vic Beasley. He's cut Bo Brinkley, who got our punter hurt, and he's cut Jonathan Joseph. He's cut them all. So you've got to you've got to think that we're headed in the right direction. I mean, I don't think that we cut a, cut Jonathan Joseph unless Adore Jackson is playing this week. I mean. We we have fifty men on the roster, and one is going to be a long snapper. Fifty two is going to be a Dory Jackson, and fifty three is Desmond King. So I think that you know it makes sense that we cut Jonathan Joseph. Thank God we did because everybody and their mom was picking on him. I mean, you see number thirty three out there, and I'm gonna get to number thirty three later. But if you see number thirty three out there, you're throwing the ball at him. But you know it's kind of sad that Desmond King took Jonathan Joseph's number. I kind of hope that you know they see thirty three and try to pick on him. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we got a, another a little. I, I, Ty, I think I think that we get back on track, buddy, and I, we are a playoff contender. I don't think nine and seven. You know, we've been nine and seven the last three years. I think we're past that. I think I think we've taken a step forward. I just I just be- have to believe that. I just have to believe that our defense is going to be better in the coming weeks, specifically the third down defense. It's been atrocious this year. Yeah, and he says what improvements you think they should make. I think you kind of I th- I alluded to it. Absolutely. About, Our yeah. defense is number one. Everybody knows it, and I think John Robinson knows it um, by letting the, releasing those three players. Um, I think he's he's taking care, taking out the trash, taking care of business, and I look for us to get back on the road here against T's Bears. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think Tennessee's legit. Um, and Jacob Whitehair, you know, commented off this too. A, kind of a <laughs> joking question, but uh, uh, who is more of a fraudulent contender, the Bears or the Titans? And, uh, yeah, Bears Bears are frauds. Um, from 5-1, and one, I mean, they should never – I mean, the only reason they were there was their defense – um, they compete because of their defense. Yeah, that's though. the only reason they've got any type of wins. And those receivers are get, are getting better. Bowles has yeah. a Super Bowl ring. I like but, Mooney, I mean, bro. Come on. But bro. our offensive line is terrible. Our play calling is terrible. We've got, especially coming up on this. That's week, one thing to me that that stood out to me was when I watched. Yeah, when I watched terrible. the Bucks it's game this past terrible. week, the play calling was just. It and was it's horrible. And it's shown that you know I think Trubisky took more heat than he deserved and i think we're seeing that now i think it wasn't all on trubisky now trubisky wasn't lighting the world on fire either i mean he had his issues but you know we're seeing now that matt Nagy's play calling deserves criticism and it's an issue um and on this game this weekend um the bears are out three offensive linemen um i think one of them was already filling in for an injury so we've got you know two or three of our starting and then one of our backups out so i mean we're down to like practice squad i mean and against a, a titans front you've got jadavian Clowney. i know you mentioned that uh, you know he struggled needs but to i mean play better yeah he needs to play better but you know jadavian Clowney is still a starting caliber d end who got paid money for a reason and if he's going up against a practice squad tackle i mean he's I, I don't see where he gets held in check or, or without like quick passes or something like that, which you just sit on the routes. And I just think, I think this is a Titans win. Um, Titans are wearing baby blue jerseys. So if you're, 
you know, trying to bet on this game, go Bears because it's the baby blue jerseys are cursed. And I'm saying you I'll, are a dead set yeah, against that. I'm saying friend. right now, if the Bears pull this off, if the Bears win this weekend against the Titans, the Titans need to go ahead, find the nearest dumpster and dumpster fire, dumpster fire those jerseys because Braxton brought this up to me earlier. I, I took advantage of it against the Steelers. Bet the Steelers won that one. And um, as a Titans fan, you, I'm taking. You want to make some money? Take the Bears yeah. in Nashville. Don't he? That's a Titans start fan time. speaking. He's not ch- choosing that because no, no sane man would choose that this weekend <laughs> against the Bears. Yeah, I, but if I they for that. some reason With three offensive lose, linemen out, if if the Titans lose this game, you know, and the defense shows yeah, no then, signs of then life, maybe we can talk about fraudulent. The Titans being fraudulent, and ending at nine and seven. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah. I refuse to believe until they until they lose another one like they did last week. Yeah. I've, I've got. I think there. that we I've get got... back on track this week with the with the upgraded defense, our upgraded corners, and I think that you know Tannehill and Henry had a bad game. We didn't get Henry as much as many carries as we should, as we should have, but we'll get back on track, man. All right. Um, do we have any other? I think we should have a few. I've got one. Yeah, I've got one, too. I'll go ahead and let you hit on yours, and I'm going to hit on mine. Okay, this will be quick. We don't really have to talk much on this. I just like the Vikings minus four this weekend. Um, I think Dalvin Cook's coming off a career day. Golly. Goodness gracious. Um, you know, and Kirk Cousins. If you have him in fantasy, shoo. Kirk is Kirk. He probably won. the first half, too. You probably won this past week if you yeah. had Dalvin Cook. All of his TDs came in the first half, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. He just went off. But uh, Kirk he is Kirk. He didn't need to score anything in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> he struggles. But, um, yeah, I, I just – it's the Lions secondary. I think these receivers – I think Thielen's in for a big game. I think Thielen and Jefferson are in for a big-time uh, yeah. game. Yeah, I think for this sure. Is, and I think – and the reason for that, I think – or, I mean, if you have that advantage – um, which I think they do. The receivers versus that secondary. I think they're going to score quick. I think they're going to be able to put up points with ease. Yeah. Um, no Kenny Galladay. He's out. He's oh wow. Very doubtful with a hip injury. They doubtful. said he's week to week. Mm. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's a big blow for Detroit to even compete. So yeah, I like the Vikings minus four in this one. Yeah, I have to agree with that one. Uh, Justin Jefferson is an absolute man amongst men, and it's awesome to see his game translate from from what he played like last year. On the national championship team, to what I didn't he, believe in him at first. He, I, I didn't either, man. But I'm loving it. I love to see it, man. I really do. He's he's a stud, and they've got quite a quite a good tandem over there in Minnesota. Absolutely. All so, right. So we'll move on from that one. We'll go over to Jansen. We'll go to your third pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Third, yeah, third and and final pick here. I've got the Bucks over the Saints. Um, dude, I have to. I, I literally. It makes me hurt inside. Knowing that I was wrong, I was so wrong. I was dead set that Tom Brady was <laughs> a feeder of Bill Belichick's genius. It's it was and the opposite. It, I believe it, it, it literally he's, right he's now starting the to way prove that it was a little like bit of the, the opposite. Opposite. I mean, you have to look. The Patriots are what two and five now, and yeah. the Buccaneers are five and two, six, yeah, six and two, six and two. I mean, look, the, it's completely reversed. And I mean, you just have to look at the Buccaneers' weapons. Like, yeah. dude, they're an explosive offense. I mean, I'm talking, they've got weapons all across the board. They, they move do. the ball. Yeah. No Gronk. Chris Godwin, but they still have Gronk, yep. Mike Evans, Gronk Scotty Miller along. stepping up. Scotty Miller stepping he, up. They've Gronk got the found two, the two-headed game. running backs. They've got I mean, a top 15 defense. Yep. I mean, they're in the they're top defense. half of the league. And they've got a, a defensive rookie of the year right now in Antoine Winfield. I mean, he's just an absolute stud. I yeah. mean, 
it, it just lines up. And Devin I, and I White think, is yeah. probably the fastest linebacker in yeah. the NFL. I like that too. And the Saints, I mean, they should have lost to the yeah. Bears. I yeah. mean, the Bears gave them that yep. game with with just everything about that game. Right. Was, I mean, they gave them that game. The Saints did not look good. Um, you know, they they're looking without Michael Thomas. They're they're looking like a one trick pony. Their yeah. their offense runs through Kamara. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's just. Yeah, yeah. Speaking I, I of like run through Kamara, I mean, how about that guy? <laughs> uh, got 431 yards rushing and then 556 receiving, receiving yards. He's got more receiving yards. Um, you know, the guy just, he does it all. I mean, he's just uberly talented, man. But it, it's kind of an alarming statistic when Alvin Kamara is your leading receiver at the running back position. Yeah, you know, exactly. They I will, say, they I will add on to that, though. Michael Thomas is practicing. Limited participant. He's got a hamstring, but he is practicing. There's yeah. no way he's playing this weekend. No that'll way. be that'll be something to monitor. But yeah, I mean, sure. even with him, uh, I mean, I I don't know how the way they've been playing. I don't know. Yeah, it's a big get, but I don't know if that it's going to be big enough get to stay competitive in this game. Yeah, I honest. agree. I agree, and I, I just think right now he is a difference know, maker. But I, again, I just I don't know about it. Tom Brady is throwing the ball all over the field. You know, they're controlling the game clock. Their defense is nasty. Um, I don't know what in the world they were do- Tampa Bay was doing for five, six years before this time. But and whatever they whatever juice they're drinking, I want some of it because Tampa actually lost the first game of the season to the Saints. But I just believe that, you know, they'll learn from that. I think that the Saints are gonna have to push yeah. the ball down the field. They're not yeah. gonna be able to dink and dump. They're yep. not gonna be able to run. Nope. No, they're not running enough. Plan. Yeah. And then without Michael and, Thomas. Or know, even with him. I mean they've the whole game plan for them. Oh, yeah. And then if not, they've the seen turnover, them once. The turnover di- differential, whoever wins that one is going to win this football game. I think I think Tampa Bay is a huge contender right now, and I think the Saints right now, oh, regardless of the record, they're, they're a pretender defense. at this point. Yeah. So Tampa's defense. That's, that's where I'm at right now with that pick. Bucks over Saints, easy. Easy right. pick. I've got a little bit of a toilet bowl game. Um, Texans over the Jags. I've got a minus seven. Gardner Minshew is out this week. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. even know who's starting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who's starting for the Jags, but it's gonna be Josh ugly. Dobbs, maybe. No, it's not Josh Dobbs. That's no, did they, I did can't he get traded? No, he name. went back to Pittsburgh. He got traded back to Pittsburgh, I think. Um whoever yeah, it with, is, it's just gonna be this is this game's already looking hideous on the on the charts right now. So yeah, that's tough. I, I'm hammering Deshaun Watson, basically. <laughs> Minus seven and a half. I, I, I it's gonna be high scoring. If you want to take the over, take the over. But it's going to be high scoring. I think Deshaun Watson, you know, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, yeah, Randall I, Cobb. I think they outscore the Jags by more than seven. I don't even know how you choose a team against the spread who you don't even know the quarterback. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and know, I'm thinking, I, I'm legit trying to think, and maybe I can look it up real quick. But like, I I don't know. I don't know. You know, let's go ahead and look that up. But while we're looking it up, I'm going to go ahead and say that I picked up the Texans defense this week because that's how much I don't believe in the backup quarterback (laughs) for the Jaguars. (laughs) Jake Lutton or Mike Glennon. Jake Lutton. You got to go with It's Jake Lutton. Jake Lutton. They're starting Jake Lutton. 6'6", 224 out of Oregon State. How about Mike Glennon being the starting quarterback for the Bucs? Jeez. A few years ago, and now he's just 
He's the third string of the Jags. He's been to the Raiders. He's just well, been Jake Lutton doesn't take care of business when he gets his opportunity. Might we might see Mike Glennon well. this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ha- yeah. I'm hammering the Texans he, minus seven, and I think the defense has a little bit of a field day on that on that other quarterback. I don't think that's terrible at all. Yeah, um, I, I think I can hop on that train. Yeah. Even though the Texans defense has been horrible yeah. this year. Do you have any more picks? I don't. You don't? Okay, so that'll wrap up. We'll summarize the NFL section. Um, I've got Seattle minus two and a half. I mean, if you're going to take anything from this podcast, if you have, go find some quarters, go find dollars, go, you know, take money from your siblings, your, your ask your mom them. for an allowance, just do whatever you can <laughs> to get as much money. And you go ahead and just put it all on Seattle minus two and a half, and you can thank us later. Um, Dabble down. Dabble I'll take down. Arizona minus four, and then I've got Vikings minus four. Yep, I'm right there with T on the Seahawks uh, minus two and a half against the Bills. I think that's just an absolute gimme. Um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm my other two picks I'm confident on, man. I think the Buccaneers are going to handle the Saints pretty well. Uh, they're going to get an easy dub this weekend, and I think the Colts – are going to best the Ravens this weekend. That's going to be pretty much my non-bold, bold pick. If that uh, makes any as a sense. Titans fan, I need the Colts to lose. All right, I've got Raiders money line. I've got the Pats minus seven and the Toilet Bowl Texans minus seven. Toilet Bowl Texans. Nice. All right, well, we'll uh, that wraps up our picks for college and NFL. Um, we'll go ahead and answer a few questions. We'll hit up the... Uh, yeah, I've got um, page I've got a question got. from uh, Skylar Ledwell, good old Alabama boy. Um, Skylar said, "Yeah, <laughs> roll oh, tide." <laughs> All right, he said. Skylar said, "What do y'all think about Jalen Waddle being hurt for Alabama, and how bad do you think it will affect their season?" Ugh. I can think of a million reasons as to how it will not affect. Yeah, Alabama. this I, as <laughs> much. Um, They've got so I mean, much talent on it's the, just, in the wide receiving. It's or, just I mean, next it's unbelievable. Up, Absolutely, uh, for Alabama. I believe it or not, at the beginning, when it, whenever this went down, I think it went down first game again, first play against Tennessee. Correct, he went. It down was the kick return. kick return. Kick return. Kick return. Yeah, um, I was like, up on and and I was kind of leaning towards. Okay, that's going to have a major impact on the game against Tennessee. Mm, not in the slightest. But dude, I mean, Mac Jones. Just found his next target, Devontae Smith. Up. And now Devontae Smith is, is going arguably yeah. going to be the best wide receiver in the country going forward this year. And then you've got Mechie, who's a freshman. Dude, I mean, you just you just keep going. Yeah. Najee Harris is an absolute bell cow. Yeah. Jalen Waddle, you are severely missed. You're a dude. You're a great gentleman. You're going to be a first-round draft pick. But unfortunately... It does not matter. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to overstep if this is like he's in, like, I mean, this is Jalen Waddle was the best athlete in college football. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, he was the best he's athlete. So, I mean, you're going to miss, you know, uh, the best athlete. But I think, like, we're, we're all in agreement. is like, yeah. guess who's right behind him? Probably another five star yeah. or two the five stars that have been competing, and it's just—I right. mean—they are not gonna—they're not gonna struggle. Yeah, you're, they're gonna miss him because he is an elite talent. He's a game changer. They—they've got enough elite talent around that will just be able to step up, like we said, Devonte Smith and yeah, and yeah, one hundred percent. And Menchie's emerging, so I—I I don't think it's that big of a deal. Now, another honest. another portion of your question, um, I will basically go ahead and just say that. 
when they get towards when it when it matters when towards the end of the year when they're in the SEC championship and when they're in the playoffs because that's already written. Um, they've got favorable matchups for the rest of the year. Their only hiccup is going to be Auburn, like it is every single year. Um, that could come into play a little bit of a factor when you've got dudes that are lined up right against you, that are four and five star guys, and you know that could play a factor with Jalen Waddle being out for the rest of the year. But for right now, for the foreseeable future, yeah. it's just next man yeah, up until at they Alabama, get to the playoffs. It, it really just does not play a huge role right now. Yeah, until they get to the playoffs, I don't see, uh, I don't see, you know, any, any issue with that being right. And like you said, I don't, I still don't even think it's an issue. They may, they may miss him because he's an elite talent, like we've said. But yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think uh, anything Whoa. there. So we got another question um, from Jacob Whitehair. Um, he asks, should hits on defenseless receivers be reviewable? We have all seen the flags on clean hits and no flags on obvious illegal hits, right? Like the one on Humphreys. In my opinion, if the league really cares about player safety, it should be reviewable to get these calls right. So, um, should hits on defenseless receivers be reviewable if they uh, go uncalled? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, you gotta. They're 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 trying everything they can to try to try and clean up the game. Because um, at the end of the day, man, you gotta think about the longevity of these got these guys' lives. I mean, the emotions are gonna get the best of you and stuff like that in the middle of a game. Um, but you know, you've got to get rid of some of that stuff because you're not playing football. You're not doing this for your whole entire life. Like you've got to think about your health. Um, and that needs to, that needs to take priority, um, and, and stuff like this. So to your question, I 100% believe that, you know, some, t- it, it should be able to at least be challenged. And I think you guys will probably be able to go on a tangent about this, um, what do y'all? What are y'all's thoughts? I mean, absolutely, man. I mean, I think it'll help both sides of the ball just because you've got defenders that are, you know, getting tossed out, getting ejected for hits that aren't serious at all. Yeah. And then on the other side, you're getting players like Humphreys who getting knocked out, got to saw their face mask off, and there's no call. I mean, yeah. it's it, yeah, it's impossible think- to get right. Some of the time, most of the time, it's impossible to get right yeah. on the first look. One hundred percent. So no, I just I think that you should be able to go back, be able to review it and challenge yeah, it. Yeah, they've got they've got the technology. You've already seen them like right. pull guys off the field because of a hit or something, and they they get up fine, but they are they're like, oh, it looks like a hard head hit. Right. Like come off the field, you got to get checked real quick. Yeah. yeah. Like so, I know yeah. that they they see it. Yeah. Like you know the league sees it. Um. So why can't they, you know just initiate a review from up top and he, and maybe you don't pull it up on the screen um you know maybe you just do a quick review and if it's worth a deep dive then you know you initiate the review from the booth but 100 percent, i think absolutely i mean yeah. great question jacob yeah, yeah. that is yeah, a good yeah, question 100 yeah. um and i think that concludes i think real quick before we wrap up we missed um jansen your super dog we'll go back real quick let you talk about that and then we'll uh wrap this show up all right, so yeah, um, my super dog is uh, West Virginia versus Texas. Um, I'm gonna go with West Virginia here uh, with the upset, man. Um, I and it's mainly just because I hate Tom Herman. I hate Texas. Uh, it's the absolute worst place on the planet to be. 
the burnt orange looks like vomit. Uh, I just absolutely can't stand anything about Texas, so I'm I'm going against Texas. He's here. not an OU fan at all. <laughs> no, and and I, and and I have you know backing. I think Neil Brown, what he's doing um, with with the little amount that he's got right now at West Virginia, I think he's putting the right pieces together. Now he does need to get some more tools and stuff like that to be able to win and contend for the Big Twelve, but. I'm picking West Virginia on the upset against Texas this weekend just because of that emotional win against Oklahoma State last weekend. It won't carry over. Awesome, awesome. Put it in the books. Put it all in right. the books. All right, well, we've uh, we've done all we can. Um, now it's just up to you to go ahead and just take advantage of this and um, get that money in. Um, tell them, bring me my money. <laughs> go ahead and tell them, bring me my money. All right. Uh, I got good picks. Um, so as most of you know, maybe you don't know, um, Sports gambling is now legal in Tennessee, um, and so a few yes, sir. Um, sites that uh, we use or you know to take advantage of. I personally um, am signed up through FanDuel. Um, I've made uh, that switch over to them. Yeah, um, I think B, you are with BetMGM, man. BetMGM. I, I don't know about yeah, FanDuel, like but but BetMGM is has been awesome. I, I think you know going through these picks. They make it very easy for you. It's just yeah. they've got all sports. They've got your easy parlays. They've got parlays for the for the day or like the next upcoming game, no matter the sport, that you can scroll across the top. You've got any parlay that you want to make. Very easy. You can they've got a easy they've got a build the perfect parlay button. Man, they've got it all. Just bet MG, MGM, man. It's it, I think it's the number one app to use. Um, man, I'm just excited about. Tennessee betting, legalizing yeah. sports booking. Yeah, yeah, I mean that was pretty pretty big news that broke what last week. Um, I think we were. I think it was something. It was something like that. Was it last yeah, week? I think it was. was I believe it was last Thursday or Friday. They announced it. They had passed it before. But right, man. Yeah, and I've seen it. I've seen advertisements everywhere. Yeah, like, I was gonna, on, on the way, yeah, that's on the another way thing. You can. There's another one that we missed. DraftKings. I Draft haven't Kings been on DraftKings, but I'm sure it's just as good. You know, I mean. Um, but there, these these offers are everywhere. Make sure though before you sign up, if you haven't and you are a new user, find a new user sign up bonus. These these sites, especially with Tennessee, Man, they're offering crazy. like free bets up to a certain amount. They're offering a match up to how much you put in. I mean, there's a ton of promo codes out there. Yeah, um, so take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what site you choose, play uh, bonus. do your research. Use yeah. the code play bonus if you download the bet MGM. There's the bet MGM one. Yeah. So look into that. You know, find a, find a you know good value. Um, that you can get into and uh, and then yeah and then listen to us and we uh, we'll make you some money um, and you know good luck this weekend um, we'll be watching our picks and uh, we'll see you guys next week yeah I think that pretty much wraps everything up uh, we'll just go ahead and end with this on our, our main platform is going to be on social media so please give us a follow uh, it is at the ERP3. ERP3. That is at the ERP3 for our Twitter account. We will be extremely active on Twitter um, and we will be posting these podcasts every Thursday um, in the evening, probably around 7 p.m. Eastern Time weekly. Um, we're not going anywhere. We're going we're gonna to stay with this and we're going to make y'all some money man so stay tuned man we're excited to keep going forward with this thing yeah give us a follow give us a retweet we'll be tweeting stuff throughout the weekend and stuff on games and 
stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, glad you're here. Glad you listened to us. Yes, um, sir. We appreciate the absolute heck out of you guys. Um, and uh, we look forward to going on this journey. And oh, join us next week. Yeah, come back next week. Tell your friends, tell your friends' friends, tell your neighbor's friends, <laughs> tell your neighbor's friends. Tell, tell your, your mom cousins, and them. Tell your uncles and your mom and, and Tell them all to bring me that money. <laughs> tell them bring me your mom money. <laughs> <laughs>